Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is the reading from St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Besides this, you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. So let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. In the name of Jesus, amen. Happy New Year. Yes, really, Happy New Year. Today, the first Sunday in Advent, is the beginning of a new church year. And in good New Year's fashion, St. Paul has some life-changing resolutions for us to work on. Number one, wake up. Number two, get dressed. Even understanding that St. Paul is not merely referring to the first things that you do in the morning, this seems like pretty basic stuff. We expect most of our New Year's resolutions to be a bit more involved. Surely, surely, we are further along in our Christian life than needing resolutions just to wake up and get dressed, right? We'll see. Let's start with number one, wake up. St. Paul says, besides this, you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. We all know that there is a difference, a big difference, between waking up and waking up. I've observed awake children, who shall remain nameless, who can easily go half an hour or more than that without actually waking up. I'm doing well if I'm fully awake by the time I'm halfway through my cup of coffee. Waking up is not just about opening your eyes and getting out of bed. Waking up is about attention. It's about focus. It is, in fact, perfectly possible to go from sunup to sundown without ever really waking up. You can easily go days at a time without really making a single conscious choice about what you're doing with your life. And however much this is true in our lives in terms of our schedule and activities, it is so much more true for our souls. For most of us, the chief struggle that we encounter in our life in Christ is not hostility from the world or even a crisis of faith. We do encounter those things, and we may even experience those things as our chief struggles, but that speaks precisely to our situation. We notice these things because they stand out. They're exceptional. For every bad day, rough week, we go months at a time without notice for the state of our soul at all. We look back and we find that it's kind of a bit hazy. It just went by so quickly. We're all so busy. So wake up. Pay attention. Focus. The hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone. The day is at hand. The day of Christ's appearing is drawing near. 
the day of your death is drawing near. Whether you're 9, 19, or 90, we're all getting closer to the end. So wake up, open your eyes, consider the state of your soul. As far as you know, today is the last day that you have in this present life. Tonight, your soul may be required of you. So wake up, pay attention, don't wait for the tomorrow that might not come. So number one, wake up. Number two, get dressed. St. Paul says, So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. What is it that clothes you when you wake up? What is it that people see when they see you? What protects your body? When people see you, do they see works of darkness? Hopefully not. Do they see orgies and drunkenness, sexual immorality and sensuality? What about when you're online? And even if you think you have that covered, that you're clear of those works of darkness, St. Paul doesn't stop there. He goes on, what about quarreling and jealousy? In other words, when you are awake, what are you paying attention to? Is it to other people? It's easy to pay close attention to all the things that are wrong with other people. Few things, in fact, are as gratifying to the desires of the flesh as to pick apart exactly where someone else is wrong. And whether immorality or quarreling or both, we clothe ourselves with such things. We define ourselves by how we make provisions for the flesh. We defend our value and our worth as persons by gratifying our desires. Because we deserve these pleasures. And at least we're not like those other people. But these clothes, this kind of garment, it doesn't cover anything. Like the emperor's new clothes, they can't withstand the simple gaze of a child. So wake up and get dressed and put on not the works of darkness, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and be clothed with the armor of light. So it is simple enough. Number one, wake up. Number two, get dressed. These resolutions are about as basic as you can get. And yet our actual experience reveals that they're anything but easy. Waking up is hard to do. You live in a world that is built around lulling you to sleep, around never giving you a single quiet moment to actually open your eyes and to pay attention to the state of your soul. And every provision of the flesh is as close as the smartphone in your pocket. The gratification of your desires is as omnipresent as the Amazon trucks and Wi-Fi. So it's no small thing to wake up and get dressed. And what's more, not only is this not an easy thing, it's actually beyond your power. To put on the Lord Jesus Christ and to be clothed with the armor of light, you can't do that. Your closet is empty. The clothes on the floor are well past their expiration date. So wake up and get dressed is nothing less than the hardest set of resolutions you can have. This new year, then, that we have in the church and a new life doesn't have a chance if it depends on you 
or me. And that's why our gospel reading this morning is a rather strange or at least unexpected one for what we're celebrating in the church year. Given that the church year begins with Advent and Christmas, you might have expected that we would have heard something maybe from the beginning of Luke, where he tells about the events leading up to the birth of Jesus. Instead, what you get is Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. You get his victorious parade to the cross. Because Jesus, he does come to save you now, to wake you up from the sleep of death, to strip away the works of darkness and to clothe you with his armor of light. Jesus comes to save you now, to die on the cross covered with your sins so that you might rise from the dead clothed with his life and righteousness. Wake up and get dressed. That's exactly what Christ has done for you when he washed you in the waters of baptism. And he calls you this Advent to return to your baptism, to confess your sins, to walk in newness of life, to wake up, to remember who you are, that you are those who have been clothed with the robe of Christ's righteousness, and that robe covers all your sin. It is for this that Christ is born. It is for this that he rode into Jerusalem. It is for this that he died, and it is for this that he is coming again that you might be raised with him to newness of life, that you might wake up and get dressed, and that you might enter into the new day, in the new heavens and the new earth, in the house of your heavenly Father. To him be all the glory forever and ever. Amen.